Hello and welcome back to The Furnace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bishop Robert Barron began his famous series on Catholicism with the premise that Christianity exists because of a sacred joke. It all begins with a jest. As J.K. Chesterton said, Upon this sacred jest, the whole of Christianity doth rest. For the central claim of Christianity is that God became human, that God became one of us. Humanity and divinity met. Jesus is God and is man. That's a bit of a sacred jest and something incongruous. And to make the humour more acute, God did not appear in the great cultural centre of his time. He did not appear in Rome or Athens or Babylon, but in the humble shepherd town of Bethlehem. Chesterton said that all we have been doing for the last 2,000 years is we have been laughing at that joke. For why do we come to worship every Sunday week in and week out? Because if a joke is really good, we never get tired of it. Say that joke again, we would say, at a party to someone who hasn't heard it. And so, again, we come to the last Sunday of the liturgical year, another year where we come to celebrate the solemnity of Christ the King. On the surface, it is a kind of oxymoron, for we have kings, powerful, majestic, glorious and splendid, And then we have Christ, crucified, abandoned, humiliated and betrayed by his closest friends. In Jesus Christ, both come together in a rather incongruous way. He is Christ, the King. For here's a fun fact, one of the earliest surviving images depicting Jesus was actually a satirical one. It is found in a training centre for gladiators in Rome. And it is not an icon, but graffiti on the wall. And the image shows a crucified figure with the head of a donkey. And next to it is a soldier who is worshipping this crucified figure. The line next to it says, This Christian, Alexamenos, worships his God. And it was used as a kind of ridicule against this soldier. For today, in our Western culture, We wouldn't take well the idea of a king. We are resistant naturally to someone having such great power. It may help you to know that the feast or solemnity of Christ the King was instituted in 1925 in response actually to the rising totalitarian regimes in Europe. The Pope was concerned about the warped understanding and use of power that these nation states were conjuring up And we all know what happened after. So the message of this solemnity of Christ the King is a kind of purification and sanctification of the very idea of King itself, where great power meets great love. This is what all our readings today describe. Jesus Christ, King of the universe, is a humble shepherd who takes care of his sheep. That is why the second reading says that Jesus... Christ established a kingdom of kings and priests, for all of us are both kingly and priestly in Christ. If we are royal, then we must think of our royalty and dignity insofar as we imitate Christ the priest, that is, to be a priest-king, 
a king who sacrifices and lays down his life. Chesterton said that humour is an antidote to our pride. And perhaps we would do well when it comes to this time of year to remind ourselves that Jesus is king and we are not, and that is okay. That is good. We have a humble king, so let the joke continue and may we keep laughing our way to eternal life. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of the universe, grant, we pray, that the whole creation set free from slavery may render your majesty service and ceaselessly proclaim your praise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.